Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. It is November 29th, the year 2021, and the Cavaliers have been very up and down since the last time you heard from me. The team is just over 500 at this point, 10 wins and 10 defeats. Snapped a five-game losing streak with the contest against Orlando. And before I get into it, you guys are in luck. So you're listening to this episode right now. And there will also be an episode later this evening following the conclusion of Cleveland contest with Dallas. So on today's episode, we'll take a look at the magic win, some of the upcoming schedule. We'll predict tonight and look at Evan Mobley and how he compares among the other NBA rookies. Talk a little bit about Darius Garland and perhaps look into what the Cavs' greatest strengths might be and if they've really been playing up to them or not. So we're starting off with the Magic game. Finally a win. The Magic were 4-16. and 16. They didn't have Cole Anthony. Terrence Ross was hurt, only able to log 11 minutes. They didn't have Mo Bamba. Robin Lopez either made a hook shot or hooked a Cavs player pretty much every offensive possession down. They forced Orlando into just eight turnovers. They actually took really good care of the basketball, or maybe five turnovers if you take away the three Robin Lopez offensive fouls. They held them to just eight for 32 from three, under 40% from the field. And then on the Cavs side, 13 turnovers. Eh, not great, but Darius Garland dished out 11 assists. Jared Allen, a game best plus 22. Jetty Osman knocked down a couple more threes. Ricky Rubio made some more highlight reel passes. You know, Cavs avoided foul trouble. Made 14 triples. And, you know, they did enough work to get the win. They were playing without Dean Wade. We talk about the Cavs finally getting healthy-ish. We know Collins not playing again this year. Dean Wade did not play. Not sure what his role would have been if he had maybe... He would have gotten the minutes ahead of Lamar Stevens. But nonetheless, you know, my favorite moment of the game. There were two. First was the Kevin Love block on the RJ Hampton layup. Kevin Love blocking shots? That's so – I don't even have a year for it. Kevin Love has really been fun to watch this year. I think he's had some great moments. Blocked shots, not something he's usually good for. So I had to make sure to record it myself on the replay so I can watch it again and again. And then the Wendell Carter ejection was kind of funny to me because, all right, he dunks the ball. There's a couple minutes left in the game. The Cavs are still up like 16. And Wendell Carter dunks the ball. And then he flexes, or so I thought. I thought he was just flexing on the Cavs, which is kind of funny. It's like when Kevin Porter Jr. two years ago flexed after we were down 50 after he had a poster dunk. Like, all right, buddy, we're still down by a half a century worth of points. But it looked like Wendell Carter was flexing it. But apparently he was mad there wasn't a foul call because he was wearing uh, goggles. And they got knocked off his face. They were on the side of his head now, not how they're supposed to sit. He got mad. He yelled. He barked. And that flex was actually a gesture to the official. And then he got ejected. It's like, all right, Wendell. Oh, wait, you weren't flexing? Oh. He had 19 and 11. He's had an amazing year. I'm very happy for him. He and Mo Bamba were in the same draft class, and they're both playing very well off one another now this year. We saw old warrior uh, Michael Mulder. We saw Mo Wagner turn into prime Kevin Love for a minute there, knocking down a three after three. But this was a good team win. 
you know, the Cavs won three of the quarters, was even in the second. They were never really pulled away at any point, but Garland, 26 and 11 assists. Jared Allen, 19 and 11. Evan Mobley, pair of threes, 13 and nine with four blocks. In his return, Lowry Markinen pouring in 20 points with four trays. Jetty Osman, two more threes, 10 points and six rebounds. Can we talk about Jetty Osman for a minute, please? So he's now, he'll be 26 in April. He's 25 right now. He is questionable with back issues. And it would appear, folks, that Dean Wade is likely to miss this game with a calf injury, looking at the injury report right now. But Jetty Osman has been a revelation so he's played in 17 games. He's shooting six threes a night. He's averaging 12 points, three rebounds, two assists, almost a steal. So he's up to 70% at the free throw line, better than we've seen in the past. 47% from the field. And get this, he is shooting 43% from distance. He's made 43 triples, second to only Darius Garland on this roster. And one more than Ricky Rubio on 18 fewer attempts. He's shooting 48% from deep. He's the only guy over 40. It's been incredible to watch him fire them up. 43%. Osmond's only taken 47 twos. He's made 26 of them. This three-point percentage is magnificent. This is a guy that's obviously put the work in and is now all of a sudden an integral part of what the Cavs hope to accomplish this year. And so we take a minute now to pause a word from DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed high-scoring NFL game. With the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, there'll be a winner once a single point is scored. Your customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook and official Sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. And $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So welcome back, folks. We were just talking about the Cavs and the Magic. We were talking about Jetty Osman and his breakout. And... Closing notes on the victory versus Orlando. The Darius Garland double-double, a thing of beauty. He shot 11 of 21. Jared Allen, a dominant start to the game. 19-11, he had two blocks. Mobley blocks another four at his second multi-three game. The Cavs are 2-0, and and the seven-footer knocks down a pair of triples. And it was great to see in his return. He was able to lock 34 minutes, no signs of fatigue, nothing. And Ricky Rubio would like to see him score a bit more. But he did have four rebounds and eight assists. His passing has been incredible. 28 assists on 41 baskets. The Cavaliers continue to share the rock and make it happen. They're 10 and 10. We've got Dallas coming up tonight. But first, let's talk about where Evan Mobley ranks in the rookie rankings. He's second in points per game behind only Scotty Barnes of the Raptors. Mobley at 14 and a half. 
Scotty at 15. He's averaging 8.3 rebounds, where Mobley's at 8.1. Barnes, 3.3 assists, where Evan is 2.5. Evan is actually three percentage points higher at the free throw line. He is at 76. Barnes at 73. Mobley's made 10 threes, while Mobley has made nine. Scotty Barnes has been a lot better on the offensive glass, but he just hangs around. Excuse me, he hangs out there more. It's very impressive. He has almost double. He has double the offensive rebound count of Scotty Barnes. Mobley is scoring more points and dishing more assists than Jalen Green. And there are eight rookies averaging in double digits. Of course, Evan Mobley is one of them. The Cavs just defeated two of them. Franz Wagner, who has really struggled all in all to acclimate. And Jalen Suggs, Kate Cunningham has shooting splits of 33 from the field, 25 from three, but he has done some other good things. Mobley's averaging better than him in most categories across the board. Let's talk about blocks. Evan Mobley has more than double the next guy. He has 28. Herb Jones of the Pels has 12. Evan Mobley has 15 steals. That is more then Jalen Green, Bones Highland, Zaire Williams, and a rotational guy for the Bulls, A.O. Desanmu. And we talk about assists again. Evan Mobley, two and a half. That's tied with Alperin Sangoon. That's more per game than Bones Highland, Chris Duarte, Jalen Green, and Franz Wagner. So he's done a really nice job sharing the ball. And, you know, keeping his teammates engaged and involved. Devin Mobley would still be my pick for Rookie of the Year because in addition to all the numbers I just said, Evan Mobley is averaging – or Evan Mobley – no, he's not averaging. He, he has brings an estimated 1.6 wins added. That is a stat. That is a category – and he leads all the rookies in that one. The Cavs are 10 and 10. They're 10 and 5 when he closes the game. Unfortunately, that's not an official stat. So they're 10 and 6 when he suits up. He got hurt in the fourth quarter against Boston when the team ultimately unraveled and came up short. So this is a four game week for Cleveland with no back to backs on the slate. Here's what we got Dallas tonight at 8 30. Luka Doncic will play. The only Maverick that is definitively out is Frank Nidalekina. We might see Jalen Brunson. We'll have to hope that, while he's not injured, that he needs an extra day of rest for his foot. Jalen Brunson has been a very good ball player this year. And I think that if he plays, it's going to be a little harder to win the Luka Doncic minutes. So we take a look back now at Cavs versus Mavs in years past. Cleveland's actually dropped six straight to the Mavericks. All six with LeBron gone. All six losses by at least five points. Five by double digits. One by 42. Two by 20. One by 27. One by 13. And then one by five in March of 2019. Cavs lost by an average of 23 and a half last year. Cleveland leads the all-time series 40 to 39 and the Cavs last win against the Mavericks with LeBron James not present February 4th 2012 Cleveland came away with a 91-88 win over the Mavericks thanks to a very strong third quarter effort and just to look back Delonte West actually had 11 points and seven assists for the Mavs 
Future Cav Brendan Haywood had 10 and 5. Cleveland was led by Kyrie Irving's 20 points and 7 assists. Andy Varejao had 17 and 17. Clay Thompson's brother Michael was in the starting lineup. Six points, two assists. Alonzo G played 31 minutes off the pine, scored 12. Ryan Hollins even played in this game. He had a basket and a rebound. It was a nice win for the Cavs at the time. And, you know, making a prediction, Dallas is hard. Luka Doncic has, again, been out of this world all season. Kristaps Porzingis is no longer the butt of any jokes. He's played very good ball this year. And, you know, we look at the Mavericks. They're not exactly a perfect team by any standards, but they've gone 10-8. and They have Jason Kidd as the coach, first coaching change since Avery Johnson was last at the helm of the 07-08 season to going to Rick Carlisle for the following one. So just a quick look at some Dallas stats. They're 17th in attendance thus far. They're 23rd in scoring, 15th in defense. Luka's averaging 25, 8, and 8. Kristaps averaging 21 and 8 with a steal and then a block and a half. Mobley numbers on defense. Brunson's averaged 15, 4, 5, and a steal. Hardaway at 14 a game. And then it's pretty much a little bit of Sterling Brown, maybe a little Trey Burke who's been playing of late, a little Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleba, Dwight Powell. We don't know what the rotation will look like. Off the bench, Dallas does flip it a lot. Might even see Boban get out there. Might see the Australian, Josh Green. Maybe we'll see Moses Brown. There's a guy named Ja'Cory McLaughlin who played at Oregon State and UC Santa Barbara on a two-way. Maybe he'll get out there. I am going to take the Cavs to cover the spread. It is Dallas minus six. So I will take the Cavs to cover. I'm not sure about a win. I think if you want to get the win, Darius Garland needs to be the best player on the court. And I think Evan Mobley needs to clearly outperform Kristaps Porzingis. The two seven-foot unicorns, they can put the ball on the floor. They can bring it up as ball handlers. There's so much value for these teams and both of their big guys like that. They're both seven-footers that don't even play center, at least to start the game. Mobley can. Porzingis likely won't. You know, don't attack Porzingis too much, but just remember the Clippers found the recipe in the playoffs to completely make him look vulnerable and weak. But that was also a year ago, and he has been better. Cavs are fourth in scoring defense coming into this game. Dallas is 15th. I think we look for the Cavs offense to be a difference maker. We're going to hope Jetty can play. Use the three ball. It's your friend. Free throw shooting has been a bit better for the Cavs so far this year. You know, they're shooting 77% as a team, which is 17th in the league. Certainly was worse in past years, you know, and one thing the Cavs don't do too much is foul. They average 16 fouls a game. That's only about four a quarter. That's down 11%. Yeah, the free throw percentage is up 0.25. Got some analytics here. They are 19th in three-point attempts, 23 in makes per game, 22nd in percentage. Just let it fly. It's going to get better. We got more shooters this year. And, you know... Other teams are shooting 33% from deep against the Cavs. That's eighth best. 
13 free throw makes, 17 attempts per game, second fewest allowed. Opponents shoot 78% at the line. That's 21st. The Cavs are the allowing the 19th most offensive rebounds. There's really not much here. I'd say protect the rim, make your threes, make someone besides Luca beat you, and you're giving yourself a real chance to take a win. Then we got the Heat on Wednesday. I, I don't see a way the Cavs can win this one, to be completely honest. I, I think Tyler Hero might be back. I'll have to check to see. But Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, P.J. Tucker, their defense has been incredible. You got shooters in addition. Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson. There's a lot to like about this year's Heat team. They have started at 13-7. and They have not won at least 50 games since LeBron was still there. I think they're poised to do that now. They're number two in scoring defense. So... As of right now, Markeith Morris could be back. Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler are questionable for the Heat's game today, but I would assume we'll come back for the contest after that. And so Miami's at 22 a game from Hero when he actually plays. That's a six-man of the year favorite right there. 24-5-5 from Jimmy. Kyle Lowry's averaging just 12 points with five rebounds, seven assists. Bam Adebayo, 18 and 10. The Heat don't block shots. So maybe the Cavs can use their size. The Heat play with a slow pace, 27th in the NBA. They get the most free throws. They're eighth in assists, but the worst shot blocking team, as I just mentioned. So it's definitely winnable. Excuse me. Scratch that. It's not winnable, but it'll be fun to watch and competitive. I think Friday is a revenge day. We're going to beat the Wizards. doesn't matter who's on the court for the Wizards. The Cavs lost the last one. They're still feeling the sting. Kuzma's not going to hit two clutch threes again. We're going to get that W. Revenge. Bada bing, bada boom. Then a very difficult three-game three and four-day stretch. Home against Utah at Milwaukee versus Chicago in the land. I'll take... A stunning win over Utah, a blowout loss to the Bucks, and then a win over Chicago. I think in, in terms of Utah, they, they have the size to guard Gobert and get rebounds. They can't let Donovan Mitchell go crazy like last year. That was one of the worst experiences of my life watching that game. It'll be better than it was. And I just think that Garland and Co. will be hungry, especially after beating the Wizards just two days earlier. And Saturday afternoon at the Rock, Rocket Mortgage Field Tower's got to be a blast. Milwaukee's going to be tough. We can't stop Giannis. We know that. There's no way. The Cavs beat the Bucks. I'm not going to make any of these crazy things like Sir Yacht, but I'd be very excited about a win over Milwaukee. And then the Bulls, hey, we beat them last year. They had Levine. They had Vooch. Sure, they have DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso. Caruso. But I like our chances. We've got better big man play. And I think that we, you know, how to use our seven footers a little better than the Bulls with Vooch. So, yeah, that's the, that's my spiel. That's this episode. This is Across the Cavs. I'm Zach Weiss. We'll see you tonight for a recap of the Mavericks game. Guess to be announced.